So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 239 for March 29th, 2020. My name is Nathan Reen Spruth and we have with me actually quite a few people this week we have connor the cyberpunk monk <coughs> glad to be here <laughs> i'm happy that you are in a different building than i am and we have earl the third gray take your zinc everybody and of course we have andrew aroa mcfain i hope i don't have the coroni of course i am your host nathan reaton spruth and let's just get right into asking people what they have played this week but first where can we find you aroa uh just go over to aroa.website you got all the all the links there i don't even know do i have the discord link on there uh if not oh yeah i do okay cool your your aroa aroa website uh discord link is it it aroa entertainment no it's just aroa.website no, no, no! I meant your your Discord. What's the name? No, of it? it's the Lucky Star Fan Club. Oh, right, right, the Lucky Star Fan Club, which is a joke. I'm told. It is an inside joke. Okay, and uh, what it's games have too far? What games have you played? Uh, so like everybody else, I've played me some Animal Crossing. Um, that game is good. They uh, they figure out how to make it appealing to someone who doesn't normally like Animal Crossing. Well, that's and good. And that's really that's impressive. Good. They they actually made it into a game? Uh yeah, the the Nook Miles system like is basically uh I I would almost say a paradigm shift in the way that the game functions because yeah. you constantly get rewarded for doing stuff. Now, what are what are Nook Miles? Are those like I know Tom Nook, is it like you're rewarded and they're like you can go outside for 15 minutes today uh no it is it is contrary to what you might think animal crossing is not a uh a docudrama about the life after coronavirus oh okay Um, it's uh it the nook mile system on its surface looks like a basic achievement system that's what i thought it was going to be um and in some ways it is uh because you get uh, nook miles for things like catching so many fish in a row which i got up to 60 and then had a brain fuck and and screwed it up and now i have to restart how um, many so so how many do you have to catch in a row is it like a hundred 100 okay okay it, you get you get nook miles for getting 10 and then 50 and then 100 there are a lot of them that are broken up like that uh there's nook mile rewards for doing doing silly things like like oh you broke your you broke your axe for the 50th time and things like that but oh, I see. there's also once you get to a certain point in the game progression which there's progression um you get the nook miles plus program which is much more akin to like what you would expect out of any other game with with a daily system uh, except it's not daily, it's just as you complete them, you get more goals. And the goals are just basic things like catch five fish and cut down a tree and stuff like that. 
but it's all just enough and it gives you just enough nook miles where it always feels decently rewarding and it feels like you're progressing towards getting um the main reward which is the nook miles tickets which let you go off to other islands to get all the resources that you can't get on your island which means you don't have to interact with other people or like do some bullshit with like having another switch or something like that so, so you, I was you, going you, to say save things, but you can't have more than one island per console, which is kind of stupid and probably a result of the way that the Switch does save files. I was thinking, uh, it sounds like British co- uh, colonization. You're just going and taking other people's resources. <laughs> oh, Except absolutely. To, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's actually Absol- pretty spot on. <laughs> You're doing it all for, for, uh, for Bitcoins for Tom Nook. Nice, nice. Uh, if I if I create that the the game, if or if I get Animal Crossing ever in my life, I'll just uh, name my name my island Britannia and myself Lord <laughs> British. Like <laughs> like it, it's it's also really interesting to me that they acknowledge that bells aren't a real currency and they're just some bullshit that Tom Nook came up with. Oh, I see. Because when you land on the island. Uh, Tom Nook's like, all right, yeah, you're gonna pay me for all this, right? You gotta, it's gonna be ninety eight thousand bells, and then your character can be like, what, what are bells? And so, to me, that indicates that bells aren't a real currency. Tom Nook is having you do everything for Tom Nook fun bucks, and he's <laughs> actually working with all these other companies to make the real money off of your blood sweat and tears well here's the thing money money doesn't exist either oh it's, i mean yeah it's all you social could, contra- you could use bitcoin you, you could use bitcoin in and of itself as a as a commentary on the nature of money but why would you do that whenever you can just get a whole bunch of bells by selling fish yep so have you played anything other than animal crossing the resident evil 3 demo it's pretty good it was pretty good. Oh my god, they did such a good job. I love that the Resident Evil team have basically twice now. I, I admittedly I didn't play the two remake at all. I, I played the demo, but like that was th- that didn't have any anything with uh, was it Mister X? Or yeah, whatever. yeah, Mister Mister X, yeah. Which Mister X is like a like a prototype of Nemesis, in yeah, discount the- Nemesis. So, like, they, they, they've done such a good job of taking what indie horror game developers have been trying to do for the best part of the last decade and have done a fantastic job of, of doing it right. Yeah, but um, the, the problem with indie developers is they don't have any money. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It, like, they don't have any money. They, they, in a lot of cases, don't have anywhere near as much experience. And they, they just generally don't have the resources that these big devs do. And it very much is is in the same vein as a lot of indie horror games that will have some kind of monster that's chasing you and it's supposed to be scary and always teleporting to places in front of you instead of just chasing you. But it feels so great. And it's that absolute marvel. And, and again, I didn't play... So I I did a video of the demo, and I mentioned in there, I have only actually played from beginning to end uh, five 
the only you know the only one I've played from beginning to end, Resident Evil, just the first I, one. I've never played any of the first one, second one, or third one. Um, I played a good amount of four, but never finished it. And I played some of six, and no one, no one finishes six, so that's you know. Yeah. What and about then I played a good amount of seven. Yeah, I was gonna say seven is uh, apparently a return to form type thing, where it was it was a lot better than six was because six was not very good at all. Well, as as you might expect, I can go on for a long time about seven. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's generally a good thing. It's a so... really good game. And I could only play it for about half an hour in VR before I started having a panic attack and had to give up. Good, good. I'm happy to hear that. So, uh, and then I'm assuming you played World of Warcraft and whatever oh, well, you know. clicker games that you have going on. Oh, yeah. Several clicker games now. Yep. Uh, and we'll move on then. Uh, Connor, where can we find you? I'm going to go ahead and say you could also find me at a row website. It's okay, not true, yeah. but I'm going to say it. I mean, you. We could make it happen. I I could make it true in like five seconds. It's just a GitHub file. I yeah. have no control over that. <laughs> uh, otherwise, you could find me at Twitter at Clinton's Core, where I moderate the Clinton's Core Classic Twitter. Right, you do, you do. I uh, I helped you set that up, and also, uh, you can find our podcast right on Spotify and a bunch of different places. Uh, Basically, not- anywhere you can get podcasts, unless it's some obscure you know super service that only has four obscure podcasts on it right right so uh that's the clinton's core classics uh podcast you can listen to us uh we upload a new video every week we're back to uploading a new video every week right or you, you or, keep uh, on saying video it's, I, you it's know what just I mean. an audio file the 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 audio file we upload because because we it, took a little bit of a break we only do that in between books we only do that when connor is really stressed out at work well, I mean, we're still planning on doing one a week. That's... So I work at a hospital right now, so things are a little... Uh, Oof. How, how yeah. do I put this? Fucking nuts? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I but bet. But I'm, I'm still doing okay as far as getting one episode a week done. Good. Good. I'm happy to hear that. And uh, what games have you played this week? I have played Animal Crossing, like everybody else, and it's good. I don't really think I have anything to say that Aro didn't just say. Other than that, I just paid off my last house payment today. Oh, good. I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy Mazel to hear top. that you are a uh, homeowner now. <laughs> if only in the dream. Yes. And did you play any other games? Anything exciting or just that? I have rediscovered my love for virtual reality this quarantine. Oh, it's... yes. Oh, uh, Alex. right. Yeah. yeah I, I've been I didn't playing, even mention that. I've been playing at a, a, a whole bunch of Half-Life Alex. I hear it's good so things. Good, isn't it? It's good. I'm it's good. at the point right now where I'm just getting to where you need to turn on the combine elevator in the northern light. So I think I still have a bunch of gameplay to go. Okay. I'm, so I'm guessing Dairo is uh I silent. I have not I have not made uh that much progress. So uh... it's a lot of fun. It's yeah, a lot. It, it, like it's just entertaining to like look around the environment and stuff and like discovering little things that you wouldn't expect that you could interact with. It's really rewarding having th- like I find myself trying to open every single thing that I come by and most of the time I can. I walked by a toilet and opened it up and there was a clip of ammo in there. 
I guess it's magazine, but whatever. Yeah. Well, that's I, I, that's cool. I'm I'm it, oh. give, it gives me a lot of hope for future virtual reality releases. Yeah. And I I saw yeah. this a little bit with Boneworks, but I especially see it with Alex. I think yeah, I, there's no Portal VR thing yet, is there? Cuz that yet. would be that would be fun I and how... nauseating. I was going to say, I wonder how that'll do uh, speedy thing goes in, speedy thing comes out. That would be... Is there not? I don't think there is. There's a, there's a portal bridge constructor, but there is not a uh, portal VR portal yet. Portal Stories VR. It's a, it's a mod of Portal 2, but it's a, it's a portal game in VR. Well, yeah, but it's not, it's not a, a it's first not an party. It's official yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah if, if there's a third party G mod VR thing in my bop, that, I could have sworn that gives me oh, hope that somebody could get portal weird. working with it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. almost definitely. It. Uh, I've watched. I've watched people playing through Half Life Source in uh, in VR. Actually, and... just tried that the other day, and not you said I'm it, to finish. You said it wasn't very good, right? It was. I mean, it was fun to do, like as someone who played the original Half Life, but I don't think I'd want to play the whole game like that. Yeah, no. the the thing I heard about uh, Half Life Alex is that like obviously it's a great game. You know the the gloves that you get are really cool because it helps you grab things from far away. You don't have to be right up on everything. But I've only tried picking something up in the real world like that once, and I, I feel like the longer I play, the more that's gonna happen. I mean, let's be fair. In real life, I do that all the time when I'm lazy. I'm like, force powers activate. Ah, shit, it didn't work it. again. Why can't I use Spider Man abilities? Um. But uh, the the major thing I heard was that the movement, you, there's different types of movement. Obviously, we've spoken about that in the past, but each set of movement feels really good in the game. You know, uh, from what I from what I heard, I really hated the teleport movement. the The final option is where it's like Pavlov, where you can move yourself and turn yourself, or you could just turn your head like somebody in VR. Yeah, that's the best of. Really, any VR situation, in my opinion. I don't like teleport. I, I do not like the teleport movement. Um, I, I like it where you're able to walk, but I do understand that people need that teleport because mm -hmm. people get nauseous if they don't have it. So it's good to have both systems in there. Speaking of nausea-inducing games, I've also been playing a whole bunch of Pavlov. Yeah, God, I love this game. It's so good. Uh, maybe I'll. I, I mean, I still have it installed, so one day I'll I'll play it again with you. I didn't have there's a lot a, of fun when we there's played. There's a zombie mode now, and I think oh. you kind of need to get good before you could really appreciate it, just because it's difficult. But I was playing that with somebody today, and we got onto a wave where it was like 250 zombies against us four chumps. Yeah, it was a thrill. Okay, and then yeah. Uh, was there anything else you played this week, or do we want to move on? I played like sixty hours of overtime. That's a that's a not a very good game, but it's a very lucrative game. Um, well, not when you're salaried. Supposedly, oh. I'm getting a bunch of flex time, but oh, that I mean, it still helps you. Uh, I mean, with flex time, that's nice because it, it helps you appreciate the games that you that you can play. Because you'll you'll have a little bit more time to play games in the future, uh, but my, my also plan is, is by the end of the year we're gonna get some new blood trained, and I'm gonna take a long vacation. All right. Well, I'm uh, 
in in other news, I'm moving to Chicago. No, yeah, no, come I'm... work with us. We need we need people yeah. who could competently fill a chair with an ass. Come on <laughs> over to come on over to Illinois. The death counts at two thousand. I That's the death count right. where where I'm at in my little area is one. We have uh, tw- like 25 confirmed cases and one death. And that was Reeton doing homicide. <laughs> no, no. I did not do homicide. No, I did no. not do homicide to that woman. No. Uh, but anyway, we're going to move on to Earl. Earl, what games have you played and where can we find you? Well, let's ask, where can we find you first? Uh, I can be fine in many places I probably shouldn't be these days. Who Strip knows clubs. where I'll be next? I'm like Carmen San Diego, but with the coronavirus. Um, <laughs> I don't have it, but I'm, I'm you know. Yeah, yeah, we, we got you. We got you. Do it, Rocket Pellet. Mm. So uh, I can be found on Twitter at E A R L G R A Y T H I R D. That's Earl Gray Third. That's all one word at uh, Twitter. And uh, I can be found on Twitch occasionally as uh, Saint Aspartame. And uh, that's about it because the mall's closed. Yes, uh, the mall is closed, so Regen, I, I read it on the Facebook, Regen unfortunately had to shut down until uh, further notice. I'm assuming you're got, you guys are still open, like you're, you're going to yes. be reopening. Yes, that is the plan. We can be found on Facebook, uh, Regen, R-E-G-E-N, uh, just search for us, we should be the first result, and uh, we're working at trying to roll out more online sales stuff. That's what I was wondering. I was going to ask if you were doing any uh, online orders right now yep. because of because of that. And free shipping over fifty bucks, even consoles. Let me check about that, but I think yes, that, especially consoles. Well, because consoles are they're pretty expensive to ship. Yeah, uh, I I would imagine since you're a business, you might get better deals with shipping. You might get slightly more of a flat rate or uh, like a percentage off or something. But uh, I know when I shipped my Xbox One, it cost me like fifty bucks to sh- to ship it. So yeah, check for details on shipping of consoles. Just ask us; we're always online. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah. and uh, what games have you played? Well, unlike everybody else who's been playing Animal Crossing, I have been playing Animal Crossing. Uh, so that's been a lot of fun. The new I, one, or where you're like, I'm gonna punch, I'm gonna bust out my GameCube. You know that would be very on brand for me, but actually, no, the new one. I'm oh. playing the new one. Oh, good. Girls been I, playing Animal Forest. Yep, and <laughs> you know it. I imported it and everything. Um, you know, actually, you Sorry, I was, I, I was, I was thinking about uh, getting Animal Crossing for the GameCube and playing it uh, on my stream and be like, I'm doing Animal Crossing, but. I, I still I love that game. Never played it. It's it's pretty good. Also, Connor, it's kind of funny that you bring that up because like the thought that keeps in the back of my mind while I play this is like, you know, I don't have a copy of Animal Forest. I should really have uh Go get one. I think I might. Uh, <laughs> I'm get the, the big box one. But uh, I've been playing that. It's been fun. Uh, I echo a lot of what Aroa said. There's so many quality of life improvements that make it... Uh, far more of a game based on incentive instead of just sort of existing. So I'm really enjoying that. Uh, I've only had it for like four days though, because I've been working a lot. Uh, But aside from that, I played through the entirety of the first fantasy star. Oh, nice. Nice. I 
really enjoyed that. Uh, did you play the Master System one? Or I know that like on the Dreamcast, they had a remake. And then on the PS2, they had a remake as well. What I, I bought... Switch also has a port. Sorry, go ahead. I, I bought the Switch port by M2, which for any of our listeners who are ever like, uh, curious about old games, if you see the name M2, just buy it. It's good. Like, uh, the, the, was it the Sega Classic Collection? Was that yep. the one? Sega okay. Ages. Sega, Sega Ages. Ages, yeah. Uh, so they've got the original version of the game, and then they've got the Sega Ages version. And the Sega Ages version is probably going to be like a little bit divisive among people who are like purists, because the Sega Ages version ups the amount of money you get after your battles and ups the amount of experience points you get. So you can level up faster and you can uh, get better equipment earlier. Now, some people might say, "Ah, oh, well, that kills the original game. Old RPGs are so grindy. They're yeah. absurdly grindy. Yeah. So this kind of removes the like super grindy aspect. It's still a little bit grindy just because that's the nature of the game. But it would, you know, that took about like a 15 hour playthrough. That's all it was. And it was really pleasant. And, you know, there's improvements like uh, on the pause menu uh, for the Switch version, it'll tell you uh, like what the various weapons do and their stats because there's none of that in the game. You know, there's no ability to look that stuff up in the game that precedes those kind of innovations but it also has a mini map that records the dungeons which are these 3d dungeons that still look really great today they honestly do uh they're all very smoothly scaled not scaled but uh animated sprites uh the walls and the floors it I, honestly kind of looks like the uh, windows 95 screensaver done in 8-bit graphics but it I had a blast playing it. I just played through that uh, 15 hours well spent. Really enjoyed it. Nice little bells and whistles. I recommend. That's good. That's good. And from what I understand with the Sega Ages collection, it has Fantasy Stars 1, 2, and 3 on it, if I remember correctly. That is, I think you're thinking of the Saturn version. Oh, okay. Okay. And then there was the Fantasy Star collection for the GBA, which I believe has 1, 2, and 3 as well. Yeah, because... this so, is just the release that M2 put out under their Sega Ages line. Okay, okay. So, like, they've done Virtual Racing, they've done Sonic 1 and 2. Yeah, because my, like my favorite Fantasy Star is Fantasy Star 4, which I played a lot when I was a kid. See, it's the one I've never played, because I've never really come across it. Uh, like, even for an extreme price, I've never been able to find it boxed. Right, right. Well, hopefully you can do that at Portland Retro... Oh. They're not oh, having that no. this year. No, no do, do, Portland do, do, do. Retro Gaming Expo. Um, a lot of the a lot of shows have been canceled. So, unfortunately, you'll have to you'll have to find a thrift store that's open or something and see if you can find the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, did you play anything else? It was a uh, Animal Crossing and Fantasy Star. Animal Crossing and Fantasy Star. Um, I started to play a little bit of Yakuza Five, uh, but then I got called into work which is why I wasn't here last week. So I had to uh, rapidly abandon that. So I will get back to that eventually. But uh good playing an Animal Crossing for a while, I think. Good. And we're going to move on to me. Of course, you can find me at Reaton Everywhere, Reaton on Twitter, Reaton on Mixer, Reaton on YouTube, uh, Reaton Entertainment also on YouTube. My website is ReatonEntertainment.com. And this very podcast you can find at Reaton Podcast pretty much everywhere. Just type in Reaton Podcast. You'll get us on Spotify, Google, uh, TuneIn, and then all of the other podcast outlets, just like with Clinton's Core Classics. 
which uh, this this podcast uploads every Sunday, and Clinton's Core Classics uploads every single Monday. Correct, Connor? Yep, Monday yep. midnight. And so, so would that be uh, midnight? I assume not Tuesday. It's it's midnight. Right at midnight, it uploads. Uh, right as it switches over to Monday, right? It means most of the time my on-call schedule starts like at 0.00 on Monday. So oh, okay. if I have to go to work at that time, I want something to listen to. <laughs> so you listen that to us. The, that is literally what determines my upload schedule. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, so that's where you can find me. The games I played this week, it'll be pretty short. I played through as well the uh, Resident Evil demo, the Resident Evil 3 demo. Uh, it was very good. I had fun. Um, I made a mistake. I didn't realize that you just had to run. Like after you knocked down Nemesis, you had to run. Cause I kept trying to kill him. Like just make, but when he falls over, you're just supposed to get at, get out of Dodge. And yeah, yeah uh, I did not realize that either. Yeah. I did that a couple times and I was like, why is he not going down because of my grenades? And then, uh, I just had, you just had to run away and then hook up the, the fire hose. And then, uh, that was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'm going to get the full game or if I'm going to wait or if I'm going to get uh, Resident Evil 2 and play through that before I play through Resident Evil 3. Uh, I played some Overwatch. And as I said last week, I think that playing Halo, uh, which is a lot uh, less forgiving with the the your accuracy, uh, it has made me quite a bit better at Overwatch because uh, my accuracy is a lot better than it used to be. Uh, I've also played some Rocket League, and uh, I'm not very good at that game. It, it, I, I I like playing Rocket League, but I also hate playing Rocket League with people I don't know because I get frustrated because they're not doing what I think they should be doing, which is usually running into me uh, <laughs> while we're on the same team. Uh, and then I played some Red Dead Redemption 2, the same things hold up with Red Dead Redemption 2 that I've said before. It's a good game, uh, but I don't really enjoy it. <laughs> but I but I am playing all the way through it. Uh, you can find, you know, all that gameplay is on uh, Mixer.com forward slash Reeton. Uh, I stream Monday through Friday from 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Plus, I, I've been streaming a lot more uh, other games because I don't have a job right now. Like a lot of people, I was let go from my job and am just not able to find anything because nowhere is hiring, uh, which which is going to kind of suck because with unemployment, you have to uh, apply for a new place or communicate with a, a company two times a week, two different companies every week. So uh, when nowhere is hiring for the amount of, for the type of jobs you're doing, uh, that could be a problem. I did find a uh, a job that is like thirteen dollars an hour. That that would be good, right? No, no, it's not. So, um, yeah, I'll be I'll be doing a lot of playing video games. Uh, if people want to list leave suggestions on games I should play, uh, go to Twitter. Uh, there's a couple games coming out soon that I kind of want to play through. And if there's any interest, I'll I'll definitely pick up those games. Uh, Mountain Blade Two War. Uh, what is it, Bannerlord? Uh, that looks really good. It's it's coming out pretty soon. Actually, it's coming out in two days. Oh no, wait, they moved it back. It's coming out tomorrow, uh, Monday. And then uh, 
Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, just Midgar, for some reason, is coming out on the 10th. And I, I need to gauge if, if people actually want to watch me play those games. So let's move on to some stories and uh, see where we can go from there. Uh, let's talk about PlayStation downloads. Who here has a PlayStation 4? I do. I think a Roa. I think a Roa does. Yeah, you have to. You have yeah. to if you want any any of the Weeaboo games. And sure. uh, Connor doesn't. Connor doesn't like consoles, so. No, uh, but there's a PS4 in my household. Is there? That's cool. Uh, have you noticed? Has anybody actually downloaded anything on the PS4 recently? Because apparently they made the downloads even slower. Wow. Because. They all read the the downloads for PS4 and PS3 were already really bad. Like, I I don't know why they decided to run their their servers on like, uh, old Cat Three standards, but I'm really <laughs> upset about it because like I you would download an update and it'd be like one gig and it would take an hour and a half to download. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. If they didn't come out and say, hey, we're throttling the speed because so many people are online, nobody would have noticed because the downloads already sucked. So uh, I don't understand why they they just said, hey, hey, this is going to suck for a little bit. They honestly should have increased their bandwidth for at least this amount of time. A lot of places are doing that. They're increasing their bandwidth just because they know that they are going to be hit with more traffic than they usually are. And I know for a fact that Sony has like AWS stuff that they use. So I'm surprised that the download speeds are are not quicker than they are right now, but they probably just don't want to waste the money on bandwidth. Um. So that's that's just kind of upsetting, and I just wanted to touch that. That I, I I don't know about Xbox, but I know that Sony may take a little bit longer to download your games. Um, now here's here's a story that's actually gonna probably upset some of you. Uh, who here has Charger Internet or has ever had Charger Internet? Anybody? I do. Oh, do you? Um, yes. Apparently, Charger is doing something very kind for their employees. They are giving their technicians $25 gift cards for going out to people's houses. Look at, look at good guy Spectrum. Yeah, look at them. Look at, look at, how, look at how great they are. $25 gift cards for all the restaurants. Yeah. They really yeah. care about their employees. Well, well that's... All the that's, restaurants that are closed. I, well, I was, I was going to talk about that. Uh, you, you ruined the surprise, Aroa. Um, so the surprise. Yeah, the surprise. Uh, basically, you know, the technicians have to go to your house. If your internet's not working, they they are, you know, considered essential employees. So they've got to go out and they've got to interact with you, probably be in your house where you're touching everything and sneezing on everything. So, you know, be safe. If, if you do have to have somebody come over like that, make sure you clean the area, uh, disinfect anything, especially if you're feeling sick. And be as as kind as you can. Keep the social uh, distancing. So stay, t- you know, six feet away from them at all times while they do their job. But make sure you stand right over their shoulder. Don't don't Watch do that. Everything they do. Don't listen to Aroa. That's but, why people aren't allowed at Roa's house anymore. Yeah, it's it's true. 
So, uh, I would think, uh, like if I were charter or something, if I owned a business, but this is why I could never own a business because I would always actually be good to my employees. And so I wouldn't make, I wouldn't make bazillions of dollars, but they are offering for a technician that goes to your house. And I don't know if this is every single time they have a call. I would imagine it's not. But they are giving their technicians $25 gift cards. And when I initially read the story, I was like, oh, they're giving them a $25 Visa gift card. No, 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 no. They are giving them a $25 gift card to, like, Applebee's, <laughs> allowing them to go to restaurants and eat while all the restaurants are closed. Now, to be fair, a lot of restaurants are open, but they're only takeout. Uh, I know the Pizza Hut it, where I'm at actually is still open, but uh, only one person is allowed in the lobby at any given time. Yeah. So, you, so you walk in and you order your pizza and everyone else has to stand outside. I even, it, a lot of places around here doing the same thing. I even, I had to get a drug test this week oh. and I had to go to, an, I had to go to an urgent care to get it done. And the way that they were doing it was uh, if more than one person needed to be in, like, the reception area at any one time, they asked that the the second person in line just wait outside. I mean, that's that's good and bad, I guess, unless it's, like, pouring rain outside or something. <laughs> well, they, like, they, even, they even said, like, they, they were even like, you can just wait in your car. You yeah, know, yeah. Since it's kind of warm today. Um, and then, uh, of course also, the cards from never, the, huh? From the, uh, I was going to say from the Buzzfeed article, uh, the way that it's worded makes it sound like, uh, this is basically Spectrum's response to, uh, employees calling for hazard pay and face masks. Yeah. So, and, and, and hand, hand sanitizer. So they're yeah, not, like, they're this, not this giving is... them max masks, <laughs> gloves, or hand sanitizer. Instead of any of that, they just get one $25 Applebee's gift card. Yeah. Now, the it's gift card. It's not cards, actually Applebee's. It's just a gift card. But yeah. It's a gift card for a restaurant. Uh, yeah. I would imagine there's several different restaurants that they're giving the cards away for, but. Uh, I, I, hey, maybe one of them's Olive Garden. Uh, okay. I Olive Garden's not that good, though. Everybody who's seen the Sonic movie gets a joke. I oh okay so uh, I wasn't able to watch that because I was like man I should watch that now that I'm unemployed and then everything shut down um, yeah so the gift cards do not ever expire so they can use them whenever uh, and there's a very simple reason why companies do gift cards a lot rather than actually giving out more money like instead of saying hey for every single house you go to. Uh, we're going to give you another $25 on your paycheck because that would actually be not bad. I don't know how the gift cards are working. It's probably like you get an, you get a $25 gift card for every day you work, but it's, no, it, it's not even that from the way that it reads. Yeah. I, I have like no it idea. It seems like it's just, if you are a technician, here's your $25 gift card. See you in a month. Yeah. Um, but they give out gift cards because the employer doesn't have to pay taxes on the gift cards. Yep. 
So they just, they're like, here's a gift card. And you're like, sweet, I get a gift card. Why didn't you just give me money that I could spend anywhere? Like on bills that I have to pay. But every every time I've done work under the table for a company, it's uh, it's either been handed to me in cash or it's been via gift card. Same. Now, um, Earl, uh, you, you haven't chimed in yes. with with the with where you work. I, I won't give out the name because of I don't know. I don't know how how your company does uh, publicity and stuff. But the travel industry, the travel industry. Do they do bonuses or gift cards or anything like that? They do. They do bonuses. They're usually uh, direct deposit. Oh, OK. I assume you're not going to be getting those for a while. It's going to be a minute. um where i used to work uh i've worked a couple different places that do bonuses so uh with the the telephone industry they would do bonuses every month based on performance uh but they also did what was called kudos which is like an online gift certificate thing where like oh you you haven't missed it you had perfect attendance this month so you get ten dollars in kudos and then after you get so much money, you can actually spend that and get different gift cards, like uh, you know, for Regal Cinemas or Subway yeah, we or have whatnot. Those as well. Um, and then when I worked at uh, a, a manufacturing place, they would they would give a, a yearly bonus based on basically how long you've been there, but also how much PTO you had. So if you use if you had like eighty hours of PTO instead of using up your PTO, um, like when the bonus time came around, they would factor in a bunch of different things like your attendance, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then they would also say, "Oh, you have more PTO. So since you didn't take any time off, we are going to give you more money in your bonus," which hmm. was weird to me. I mean, that's um, pretty cool. I usually just like prefer to have my vacation paid out if you're going to do that, you know? Yeah. Well, you could. Option. Well, yeah, but here's the thing you could also pay, do that. You could also take your vacation time paid out. Like, they wouldn't get rid of your vacation time because of it. They were just rewarding you for not taking, not actually using your vacation time. So it, it was a really strange thing. I don't think that they should have included vacation time in the the bonus structure and how much money you got uh and then at the last place i worked uh they did bonuses based on the the company goals and all that jazz so um that was right now i don't think anyone's getting a bonus because everywhere is losing money um let's move on to the next story and who does anybody here watch games done quick or any of that i agree yeah no quarter. I feel like they yeah. do one, what two a year. Yeah, yeah, they they do a lot. They do uh summer, summer and awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I I don't watch a lot of of speed runs. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I I like what they do. I like that these people literally spend thousands of hours mastering a video game to be able to speed run it perfectly. So it's it's pretty amazing what they're able to do. Uh. You know they could they could put their their time to doing literally anything else, but they they choose to do that, and that's their choice. Um, but 
they're actually canceling the summer games. Well, they're they're postponing it, and they're instead hosting a game for uh, COVID nineteen relief. Uh, the online event will run between April seventeenth and nineteenth. Um, and this is from Engadget. Uh, the good folks over at Games Done Quick announced today that they plan to host a COVID nineteen charity stream next month, dubbed uh, Corona Relief Done Quick. The event will take place online over the April 17th weekend with 100% of donations going directly to Direct Relief, uh, which is a humanitarian agency that's worked with doctors and nurses in the United States and across the world to equip them with medical supplies to care for people affected by poverty poverty and other emergencies. Um, and you'll be able to watch that all on uh, GDQ's Twitch channel, which is... Uh, Probably twitch.tv Twitch slash <laughs> uh, Games done yeah. quick. Games done mm. quick. Twitch.tv uh, forward slash games done quick. So that's pretty cool. Uh, if you don't know what to do with your time and, you know, that's that's in a, a couple weeks. Hopefully a lot of, hopefully some things will be open by then, but I'm not expecting anything miraculous to happen. So if you're stuck at Society home. Society will continue to decline. It will. So if you're stuck at home looking for something to watch and you want to, you don't know where to donate things to, to money to because there are a lot of fake charities out there like the Trump Foundation. Uh, donate to Games Done Quick because they they're there are a lot of good people and I think it's really cool what they're what they're doing. So I think we could all agree that GDQ is a pretty reputable organization. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they do a lot of good. They they do a lot of good. Um, you know, it's it's amazing how they're able to raise literally millions of dollars just by playing video games. People and, like video games, and people hate cancer. Yeah, cancer sucks. Um, but let's let's go another COVID nineteen uh, related story is that a lot of places, um, in the real world are really bad. A lot of landlords are like, hey, by the way, make sure you pay your rent. We're not going to, I know that you're laid off and probably not making much money right now, and you need all the financial assistance that you can get. Uh, but we're going to not, not help you with that. And we're going to say you should pay your rent right now, early, because that way we can get our money. Um, Final Fantasy 14 is doing something different where they are temporarily suspending automatic housing demolition because of COVID-19. So yeah. I I guess there is a count a timer for when you log into the game and access your your house in Final Fantasy 14. Um as of March 26, the auto demolition counter has been halted uh for an indeterminate length of time as Squeenix um monitors the situation. This is a quote from massivelyop.com. Uh, if a player's estate or land is uh, being prepared for auto demolition, they can cancel the status by either entering their estate or building on their purchase plot. When their auto demolition counter resumes, and it shall resume, the time will pick up from where it was stopped. So let's say, I don't know how long it is, but let's say it's 30 days, you're 15 days in. They will stop that timer and when it starts back up sometime next month. Uh, it'll it'll resume from that halfway point instead of uh, from from day one. So they're doing a better job than people in the real world. That's the sad thing. Uh, 
which you think would be different because with people staying at home right now, wouldn't you think that they would be playing more Final Fantasy fourteen? Well, yeah, yeah, but a lot of them also lost their jobs recently, so yeah, that's before the subscription might not feed. be a priority. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Like I, I'm having trouble. I'm not having any trouble paying for anything, but I'm having trouble justifying some stuff that I had paid for, if that makes sense. So stuff that I was signed up to, um, I'm 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 thinking about quitting paying. Obviously not the podcast or, or website or anything, but other things that uh, could be a problem, like Your Netflix. Subscription to uh, DragonDildos.net. Um, no, no, that is a man. That's a necessity, actually. So uh, I have that's that's in my collection. I have a shrine of dragon dildos. So uh, I need that. But like other things like Netflix, um, not Amazon Prime because that's a yearly thing. So I have until October for that. But there's just a lot of things that I'm thinking like I could I could live without this for a while and then resume it up. Re resume it when I'm making a, a full salary again. But we shall see. Now, speaking of which, you start your new job tomorrow, right? No. Oh. oh it no. was supposed to be. <laughs> What's Sorry. happening? They uh they fucked up on my background check and somehow, I don't know how. Uh but whatever they did, uh it resulted in uh them thinking that I live in California. Is there an Andrew McFain in California? If there is, this is the this is quite a surprise. That's um, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, cause I, they were like, so, um, you background check, we turned up an address in California. Have you ever lived in California? <laughs> I've, I have lived on two addresses in my entire adult life. Uh, both of them are in Illinois and within 50 miles of each other. So, uh. So somebody stole a rose identity and is now well, living it up in somewhere in Los Angeles. I don't know. That, that's what I, I was. Uh, I was like, well, maybe somebody stole my identity. Wow, they they picked the wrong identity to steal. Yeah, uh, yeah. My, my credit is fucking garbage, and I've got uh, collections on like six different things. So, uh, yeah, that ain't that ain't gonna work well for them. So yeah, I don't you know. know. That that would be almost as bad as stealing Connor's identity. Be like, yes, I stole almost. this. I stole this guy's identity. What's this? Two hundred thousand dollars in student loans? <laughs> no problem now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, they're they're waiting. Um. They apparently reran it. Uh. With my middle name included this time. Which why didn't they just fucking do that in the first place? Uh. But. Yeah, they're they're hoping that if they get it back by tomorrow, then I'll I'll start Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, I that be... that would be cool. That'd be nice. I was thinking maybe it would take another month or another week before you uh before you start. Uh, sure, fucking hope not, cause like I was not getting paid worth a shit at my at my last place. Yeah, you mentioned that. My last paycheck's not gonna not gonna go, not gonna last that long. By the way. Uh, quitting via email is so satisfying. 
<laughs> yes, I can imagine. Uh, I've never quit by email. I quit. Uh, I've only quit a couple times, and one time was um, I was just like, you know, it was right before I started college, and there was I worked fast food. And I was like, you know, I could probably work fast food and go to college at the same time. That would probably be the smart idea. And then a lady that I hated working with called back in order. And I was just like, nah, I'm good. So, uh, like, I really hated working. With- I-, I asked my boss to fire her every single day. Um, But anyway, uh, let's... Our last story of the day is one that Connor brought up. So do you want to talk about this? I mean, it's not much of a story, but it is a story. I'm trying to remember what story that was. Halo. Oh, it was uh, Halo, Halo 2 is going into post. Yeah. Uh, so as we've discussed, basically every time there is an update, Halo and the Master Chief Collection for PC is continuing to periodically release updates for each of the games in the Master Chief Collection. The next one supposedly coming up is going to be Halo 2. I would imagine, um, yeah, that's the that's the the chronological order of the game. So yeah, right. Speaking of chronological orders, the studio also made an announcement that's warning that the timeline might not be able to hold with, you know, everything going on in the world right now. Right. Like but the plan. Go ahead. I was gonna say, it, it, Halo One and Two are so fundamentally similar that I wouldn't be surprised if it was already working. And they were just spacing it out to make it so people are like, hey, I want to play through Halo 1. Oh, I can play through Halo 2 now. Because they're, again, they're so fundamentally similar. Um, Although I do agree with that. I also think that Halo 2 is going to be the powerhouse of multiplayer. Yeah. Some people like me enjoy Reach quite a bit. Most people are going to be for there for Halo 2. Halo, 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 Halo 2 is going to dominate until 3 comes out. Yeah. And then once four comes out, three will still dominate. (laughs) Uh, I I mean, I like Reach the most. I actually think I like two more than three. uh, Yes, I I, I agree with that. And I like two more than three as well. Um, But we are in the we're in the minority at that point. I think three will probably have more fans of it just because there were more people that owned the xbox 360 and so more people just played halo 3 online so that would make sense too yeah people are gonna play what they remember Mm -hmm. that that nostalgia factor man and uh i i like halo 2 i think that it is uh one of it, it it's at least number two if not the first the the best game in the series um we gotta beat the halo combat evolved campaign before two comes out Yes, we do, but the the problem with it is that you are working 65 hours a week. Yeah, I, I tend to be a sleepy boy by the time you're ready to play games. Yeah. I um, We were actually getting ordered to do half and half, so I'm going to be working from home tomorrow. Oh, that's hey, pretty nice. cool. That's cool. If that's a thing you're interested in. I, I have <laughs> so much time on my clock, they're like, we, we can't put you in anymore. It'll explode. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we could... We could... We I wouldn't mind playing something some, out. some Halo one though. Uh, yeah. Open invite to anyone in the anyone listening to the podcast. I'm gonna go ahead and go that far. Oh, okay. Uh, but you have to go through reading. And and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did with Halo two what they did with Halo one, where they just Wait. announced it out of fucking nowhere. 
Well, they didn't even announce it. It was just out. It just showed up, yeah. Yeah, I actually kind of like it. I, I like it when companies do that, but it's also a very bad move because it builds zero hype. I um, like having the ability to plan my day out as far as you know mm -hmm. what I'm going to play when I get home. It was nice being able to play Halo 1 for the couple of rounds I did first, but had to like download it and stuff. Does anybody here remember the game Gothic 3? I know of it. I never played it. It was a very bad game, and I own it because I'm an idiot. Aren't, aren't uh, all the Gothic games like not great? Uh, Gothic 1 and 2 are, are good for their time, but not very good. Like, like if you go back to them, they're not good. Uh, but Gothic Three was, it was like, it was supposed to be like Oblivion. They were trying to make a game similar to Oblivion, uh, but even jankier, than than like the the games made by Bethesda. So, it was really bad. But what they had done was at E three one year. They were just like, hey, by the way, Gothic 3 is coming out, and it's out today, baby, and just released it, and it did terribly. Yeah, that always goes well. It, it, yeah, yeah, it always goes very well. So uh, just a note to, to publishers uh, and developers, just announce your games like five months in advance. Like, Well, unless, unless it's something where everyone is already building hype for it before you even do anything. Yeah, like, you know, like, like, like a Bethesda game. Bethesda, Final Fantasy, um, you know, g games like that, you can announce them early. But what I Please. think you should do is, is announce a game and then have it out within six months. That way you can build up all that hype in that six months and then just push it out. You don't have oh, problems. That, that's not even what I, I just I just meant like whenever it's something where they're like, they know, everyone knows it's coming. The rumor mill's already been rolling on it, even oh, though okay. it hasn't been officially confirmed. And then at you know whatever the equivalent e3 will be now since e3 right. is is dead Doomed. for all intents and purposes at least uh, this year then you'll they'll come up on stage and be like so uh y'all y'all been talking about that new uh that new call of duty here's a call of duty it's out today yeah you know. that makes sense so it, as it, and, and that example would be uh circa 2014 but you know but look at but but my problem is look at uh games like Final Fantasy VII remake. How many years ago did they announce that? And they were able to maintain their hype, but it like a lot of people were just like, man, it's taking forever to come out. Same thing with Star Citizen. You know, it's been in development for forty seven years now or something, and it's never gonna release. Uh even Days Gone, Days Gone was uh, was announced like three years prior to it actually getting released, and then it kept it got delayed like a couple times. So, I, I get what Reeton's saying, and to an extent, I do agree with it. You can do yourself a disservice by announcing a game too soon. Exactly. And I think those games you specifically just mentioned had one thing going for them, which you could get away with nowadays, is they weren't early access games. At least at least they weren't early access games. Can you imagine playing an early access version of like Days Gone or Skyrim with with not completed areas? Oh, man, any the Bethesda game being released as like a public beta. Oh, Bethesda oh, games Jesus. getting released as 1.0 is barely good. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, isn't that just Fallout 76 at this point? 
Yeah, which right. which I I didn't mention. It's not one of our stories, but they have delayed their human in, or their NPC. Uh, I think it's Wastelanders. They delayed that by a week. Well, yeah, because they they want to hope that uh, people have jobs again so they can actually like buy it. I thought it was free. I sure. thought it was free DLC. No, that nope. the that will be free. Yes, but I'm saying that there are going to be a lot of people who are going to go, oh my god, it's actually a Fallout game now, and will be interested in purchasing the game in the first place. Oh, I uh, see, I see. And I I am sure that that is what they're hoping for, that Wastelanders will be kind of their their No Man's Sky next or whatever. That would be like, nice. Uh, I'm going to hold off it on... It won't be. It's not. It's not no. going to be, but... The game is fundamentally flawed. And a patch like that that was put together over the course of what not even a year, there's no way. I think it, I think it was more than a year, but I, I understand what you're saying. Um, were they actively working on it that whole time though? Like really? I mean, they they were under the impression up until release that people were going to love that piece of shit, and then whenever everyone said, "No, this is a pile of garbage. What have you done with Fallout?" Then they went, oh, fuck, we need to make it an actual Fallout game, I guess, and completely shifted their development direction. I am waiting for um, any information on Starfield. That's what I'm waiting Starfield. for. What is huh? What was yeah, that? See, see in five years. They, they announced, they, they put the teaser like four years ago. Like, I... I we spoke oh God! About... It was that long ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just—it's too long to wait. We we mentioned it. We it was one of our our earlier episodes on this podcast where we talked about it. Yeah, it was a long time ago. So hopefully they give you us any information on it this year because otherwise I'm just assuming it's dead. Because it's been so long since they mentioned anything about Starfield. Okay, okay, so it was, so the Starfield Twitter was created in May 2018. Yeah, but when, so, but when was the, the little teaser trailer? What, at what E3 did they show that little teaser trailer? I think it must have been, it was, uh, wasn't it whatever one where they released Fallout 4? Um, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, um, oh, you know what, it was... Oh so, wow. So they did they did one at 2018. But I could have swore that it was before no, that no. though. Fallout 4 was 2015. Yeah, but oh like my I'm gosh. What? Yeah. Seriously? I was still in Chicago, so yeah. Yeah. Oh. And and I am pretty sure that that was whenever they did it because uh that was whenever I bought the the Pitboy edition. Like I pre-ordered it immediately after they announced it. Uh, give me just a second here. While give he's looking just... that up, I'm going to finish the Halo 2 article. The plan is, as long as there aren't any significant delays, not only will Halo 2 drop by the end of March, but also we're going to finally get Forge World, which is something I've been complaining that this game has been missing for far too long now. Yes. Um, Forge is, is where you can make your own maps, right? Yeah, and that's probably where I spent 90% of the time in the later Halo installments, I love Forge World. So there, there were room, there were rumors that Bethesda was working on some kind of space-related, like sci-fi RPG. 
uh, like for a really long time, but it was not actually confirmed what it was going to be called or anything until the 2018 E3 where they actually announced Starfield. Uh, so that was that was whenever they okay that was whenever they revealed seventy six as well. So they and then so I could have sworn it was before. I could have swore it was before that because because this Wikipedia article says that they announced that that they're developing Elder Scrolls six and that was in twenty sixteen, but that. Also, they were developing two other projects that are were expected to release before Elder Scrolls Six, and I thought that that was whenever they did the trailer for Starfield. Was they... at the same time that they officially confirmed Elder Scrolls Six. Oh no! At Bethesda's E3 2018 conference, Todd Howard announced Elder Scrolls Six, which was expected to be released after their next franchise started, which was called Starfield. Yeah, but I. I'm trying to find, because I, I want to say it was before 2018, but it could have very well been 2018, and it was just so long I ago. Think, I think we're just, I think we're mixing up, because Bethesda's conference has been almost the exact same format for, well, like, Well, he, here's the thing, every though. Every time. I, I remember there being multiple Starfield things. So, in 2018, in 2018, there was, like, that, that minute-long trailer where they showed off a little bit of gameplay, like, a very minute no, amount of game. Uh, I, thought I, don't, they did. I don't think they showed any gameplay at all. I, think I don't it was, remember that. It was like barely more than the Elder Scrolls Six trailer, which was literally a pre-rendered skyline. Yeah, and with Starfield, all I remember was like a world, and then like a satellite, and then Starfield. Yeah, I, yeah it wasn't. It wasn't gameplay or anything. It was like, yeah, it was that. It huh. was like in. They said it was like in-engine footage, maybe, and that was it. But yeah, I think that's that's all we've actually seen for for Starfield. And the last tweet on the Starfield Twitter uh, was July. Damn, I it's it's done. It's canceled. It's canceled. Eesh. No, it's not canceled. <laughs> um, no. but anyway. Uh, Meanwhile, Starcraft Ghost should be coming out any day now. <laughs> yes. I, oh I, shit! I never downloaded that. Yeah, yeah. They uh they have star. They have a star. Craft ghosts like a leak right yeah it's it's a leaked what? beta copy that's basically the full like like it is pretty much the finished uh game it's really? it's what yeah it's what they were demoing behind the scenes that they were they were essentially like months away from releasing the game before it got canned. Oh, okay 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 that's, that's what got leaked out so is so it pc only i think it's i think it's console like i think you oh is it, is it pc so here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Uh, I'm looking at the Starfield Reddit, and the Starfield, <laughs> well, the Starfield Reddit was created September first, two thousand sixteen. I still, I'm not sure. So I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, look no, at it, but I, I'm. It's a pretty so it's an sure. Xbox build. An early Xbox build seems to have leaked. Are the, is it original Xbox or 360? Original. It's, uh, Xbox original. 360. No, it's 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 360. Was it 360? Really? Oh, I, I guess it wasn't announced. Or like no, they're playing it. They're playing it on a modded 360. But it was original Xbox. You're right. Maybe. So you can. Maybe? So you can. I don't know. This article is really badly written. 
So you can put that in um you can put that on a modded Xbox, right? And play it theoretically? Oh yeah. Yeah, you uh you can do it on a modded 360 or if it is indeed an original Xbox title, then uh you can do it on an original or a modded original Xbox. Oh, well that's cool. Um anyway, let us call this this episode a wrap. I want to thank everyone for being here. Thank you, Earl. Yeah. Thank you, Aroa. No prob. Thank you, Connor. We weren't insufferable this time. And thank At you. At least not yet. And thank you, Reeton. You're welcome. Uh, I, we will see you all next week. Uh, make sure to catch this podcast and then also tomorrow, uh, Clinton's Core Classics when it launches at midnight tonight. Thank you for being here and goodbye. Bye. <laughs>